an avocado plate. Dude, I wanna hold that fucking baby. I want that baby right here. Dude. Right here in my fucking, just, my fucking lap. I love holding babies. Me too, I want it right, I want it right here. Yep. Just wanna hold that little motherfucker. <laughs> God, Scully, watch your mouth around the What's up, America? It's your man, Jake Summers, and uh, I'm joined with Skylar Powdermaker, as always. And we're here to wrap up an awesome weekend with a awesome podcast. It's been a pretty kick-ass weekend. Got a lot of shit done. Celebrated our friend Brooke's birthday. She turned 21. We took her out to 6th Street. We saw some... Crazy shit. Skyler tackled a guy trying to break into his bar. It's fucking crazy ass night. And we decided what's the best way to wrap up a cool weekend than with a killer podcast. So that's what we're here. That's what we're going to be doing. So welcome to that. What's up, Sky? Welcome, 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 y'all. Um, so Sky. Oh, man. Oh, I got you. Don't worry. I'm the worst. So we're, uh, before we started recording, we were talking a little bit about Trump. We're having a good conversation, so let's keep that going. Uh, in the news recently, he signed a few executive orders um, within just his first week of being in office, and uh, even some of the like hardcore like I have some friends that during the election they were hardcore Trump man. They yeah. were like, I mean, you were one of them who was like not you weren't hardcore Trump, but you were like I don't hate the guy, and like you you, you definitely were looking at it. Uh, unbiasedly and uh you pour me up a little not as much as you like that's good uh yeah but i, I had to hold on wait wait let me make this sure. point i had a lot of trope or pro trump fans and already they're kind of like whoa like i didn't i expected him to do a lot of shit but i didn't think he'd be like doing it this fast you know they're like damn he's already trying to build this wall and shit it's crazy and this uh new executive order he took out the the head of the uh, NSC, and he put in um, Steve O'Bannon, or Steve Bannon, whatever the fuck his name is, made him the head of the National Security Conference, dude. It's crazy. It is crazy, man. It kind of makes me nervous. Uh, do you think he's going to do shit for the betterment of the like country? Like, what do, Where do you think weed is going to be in the next four years? At the end of his first presidential term. Will weed still be illegal? I don't think it's going to be taking any steps forward. <laughs> he's never, I don't think he's ever really addressed it though. No, I don't, I've never really heard his stance on it. I'm sure he's addressed it, but I've never really uh, processed his <coughs> stance on the subject. Well, what he said, <coughs> he, he said a lot of shit. <clears throat> there was a time before he was elected that he stated publicly that he didn't think it should be illegal, um, that the war on crime has completely failed, blah, 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 blah. But now that he's been elected, 
he's made public uh, statements saying that he thinks he's going to keep it um, up to the states, you know? So Colorado chooses the right, like, okay, we want to have our weed, we'll make it legal here. But then Texas and Oklahoma, there's no fucking way it's going to be legal here. And I think that's what he said. He's going to leave it up to the states, um, which is cool and not cool. Because, I mean, in my personal opinion, I think that's the way government should be ran. Like, there's 30 million people in the United States, right? There's no way one centralized federal government can have all of our best in- interest at heart. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if we broke it up into... And if we got rid of the supremacy clause, which basically the supremacy clause, in short, says that the federal government is stronger than the state government. If we got rid of that and let state governments control their own territories, but then just had a few federal regulations that they had to abide by, like obviously murder is still illegal, 25 to life is minimum, you know, like simple shit like that. I feel like people could, as far, like a state, like New Jersey, they would get a good census of okay this is what our people need this is what they want we can make laws to abide by that and then if you don't like that there's trannies getting married in new jersey well then guess what come to texas and i promise you we don't have any of that well you don't like how fucking stuck up and racist their people are in oklahoma well guess what come to california i bet everyone here is way more open-minded and we'll hand you a joint when you get here you know what i mean then people could they could find their values they could see what they want to live by and they could they could sort out where they're going to live and find other people who think the same way as them. You know what I mean? Doesn't that make a lot more sense? And then you're ruling on a so much smaller scale. I just feel like it, it would be controlled. I don't know. Yeah. I might be talking out of my ass. No, no, no. I do think it's good. I mean, just because of how diverse America already is already, you might as well have, uh, have it divided into the states instead of just one federal government. Because, right. You know, they obviously have to abide by standard rules. But you know what? At the same time, I think it's also bullshit how <clears throat> a area in a country, there is a, there are specific territories in the same country where weed is legal. Like we practice different laws. Like, it's still one country. And I think maybe it's not a bad thing to have one one federal government because it's kind of bullshit how you can be smoking weed in Colorado and not be in trouble. You can be smoking hash in Colorado and it be legal and be declared as medical and beneficial for you. But you go right across the border, you go to fucking Nebraska, mm-hmm. and you're fucking, you have a felony. Yeah. Um, you're in the same goddamn country. Yeah. So what you're saying is like, it's just going to be hard because there's a lot of people that are stuck in their ways that don't want to see weed legal. And whether that be because they're old and they don't understand what weed is. I think Joe Rogan says it the best. Remember that joke? that he has where he's like yeah i get high around my kids it's not like they see it he was like but people who have a problem with that they don't understand what getting high is they think i'm gonna be like to my kids who are you you know what i mean but it's not like you get high and you forget who your friends are and you forget like your family and shit like no people just either if they're against weed it's one of two things they either don't understand what being high is 
Yeah. Or because 99% of people like that, they'll drink a, yeah. a fucking eighth of fucking whiskey every night and they'll drink themselves they to sleep it, they and they don't see the, exactly. Or they have some kind of ties to big pharma and they're getting paid. And those are the other people who don't want to see it legal. Because if you could have weed, well, guess what? Now you don't need your Xanax. If you can smoke weed, now you don't need sleeping pills. Yeah. If you can smoke weed, well, now you don't need Tylenol. We can fix a lot of shit for a lot of different people. There's and too much money in the pharmacy. Exactly. It's disgusting. And the and the people who make these decisions are just getting paid off. The, pharm- the pharmaceutical companies know that, and they're just going to pay it off. Pay them off. Keep paying them off. Yeah. Keep well, signing checks and keeping our shit on the market. Also in the opposing of marijuana's side, and in their defense, dude, they... So you have a point for the opposition? Yeah. I would love to hear this. The homeless rate in Colorado has grown by 40% since the legalization of marijuana. <laughs> but, hold on, because is that... marijuana is, isn't beneficial to everyone. <laughs> a lot of people abuse it and they yeah. let it... They let it turn them into lazy scumbags. Yeah, it affects everyone differently. I mean, I'm the type of person who can smoke and go. I like to smoke and work out. It makes, it gives me a better workout because when I'm running high, it feels like I'm running with one of those, uh, you know, those weight jackets, those weight vests that like you wear whenever you're running and it like, okay, when I work out high, I feel like I get a better workout. I definitely get a better sweat going. I don't know why, but that's just what I feel like, but. Do you think that maybe the homeless, that homeless stat is because there's not actually more of the, like, okay, so say before pot was legal, 10% of people who lived in Colorado were homeless, right? And let's just say that 10% has stayed the same, but because weed is now legal, there's been some homeless people from Texas and Nebraska and New Mexico and Missouri, and they've kind of come into Colorado because of the because now they can hang out and smoke weed outside. So are there just more homeless people that are traveling there or is it actually the call? Washington's pretty bad too. Yeah, but exactly. So are homeless people. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Is it more, is it the population that was already resided in those locations that are becoming homeless or is it homeless that are, it could Come. be a melting pot of exactly, but from, that okay. So, so to that point, California. if it is, hold on, hold on. But that's my point. If it is a melting pot of just homeless people coming in, well, if it's legal everywhere, then they won't have a reason to leave. And they'll I'll honestly probably all come to Texas because it's nice and warm down here. They'll all come to Austin, Texas, where they can smoke doobies and be warm. And oh my God, if you're homeless and you're listening to this, come come to Austin, Texas, because no. we love you down here. No, I don't want you to come, but I mean, people will give you money down here. It, it, we have a good amount down here. We have plenty. We got a lot. And they fucking get along just fine because I see the same ones every day. We have a huge shelter on 7th. Really? Yeah. They don't even need it, That's bro. That's why that there's fucking... so many on 6th at night because there's a fat-ass shelter on, on, on 7th. 7th. Well, dude, what about the bridge right outside? You can look out that window that I'm pointing at right now. And that little fucking, where all the little trolls are under that bridge. Bro, that's a community. Hey, the troll. Bro, it's the same people. It's the same people there all the time. That's a little fucking family, little homeless family that they have going on down there. Imagine the inner, the conversations and the inner workings of that group of friends. 
even friends. Can you yeah, trust honestly, anybody? I don't even know what they talk life? about. I see so many fucked up people just every day where I work. Like, dude, just getting their fix. Is that that's it's the same shit every day? I see them at the same time every day. Just tweaking. How do they make enough money to dude? Drugs are expensive. Yeah. Drugs are expensive enough when you're fucking like have a job and you're like you bathe and you know. Dude, being a Sixth Street street bum is just such a trip to me because they just. How about that wheelchair guy? Yeah. And if anyone's ever been to Sixth Street, you know exactly who I'm fucking talking about. He rides around on his little electronic wheelchair and he bumps music and the cops are always fucking with him, turn, telling him to turn his fucking radio off. And he gives no shit. So I saw him last night riding around and he had a $1 bill just like pinned to his shirt. And by the time it was 2, 2 a.m. and all the bars were closing, he had ones pinned all over him, bro. Yeah. People were walking up to him and pinning ones on him. And well, he's... Do you know his story? No. He was, I bet it's crazy. He looks... It's really sad, actually. He was hit by a drunk driver. Damn. He was normal, and he got hit by a drunk driver. And he didn't press charges on the guy. He didn't press charges. He was mentally handicapped and physically handicapped as well, and in a wheelchair, electric wheelchair. And, uh, yeah, he got hit by a drunk driver, didn't press charges. Drunk driver went on to live his life killed another person drunk driving oh my god <clears throat> so now so is he homeless or does he cause he's got he's gotta have some kind of insurance compensation that's he's got some I don't know be, if, I think he's okay if the he, he doesn't look like he showers a whole lot and he's always on 6th street so unless he lives in that neighborhood which is a very expensive neighborhood to live in He's not. And they like, all have like. You'd be surprised. A lot of the homeless people down here have uh, apartments. No, I I like know that. Ass apartments. No, like beggars. But like, okay, think about him. I'm talking about his case particularly. He's in that little wheelchair. He's not driving a car. He's there every. We could go there tonight. It's Sunday, goddamn night. He's out there. I know for a fact he is. Yeah. So he's got to live in the neighborhood, and that's an expensive ass neighborhood. That's downtown Austin. That's like, if you're not like on 6th Street, it's all businesses and banks and fucking, that's some expensive real estate, man. Yeah. It's crazy. I bet he does have a nice house. And he just, I mean, what can you do other than beg after you become mentally like, because he's obviously mentally like, like. Yeah, he got, he has like, I don't remember exactly what he has I don't remember, but... I mean, it's apparent when you look at him. But he obviously, like, he's he's with it enough to fuck with people. Because I watch him fuck with people. Like, he'll run away from the cops and shit. Like, or not run away, but wheel, like, as fast as a little electronic wheelchair can move. Yeah. But he'll juke and swerve them and, like, they're, they're trying to turn down his music. And he's a little party, man. It's crazy. That's a... I didn't know that story. Who told you that? Uh, James, my... Other door guy. Yeah. That he tried to come in one night and I had to tell him no. Uh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, it was shitty. Do you have an ID? Yeah. He had an ID, but apparently the Was it like a driver's way. license or just like an ID? No, it was legit. It was a driver's license and uh, I think. But uh, his electric wheelchair was like a fire hazard or something. 
Y'all just bullshit it the fuck It was out pretty packed there. I, yeah. Y'all just said that shit. I looked at my boss and he was like, well, like, fuck. Yeah. Sorry, dude. Yeah. He's but hurt it. Yeah, he's he hurt it. That's sad. I didn't know that, yeah, it was a car wreck, man. That makes me feel bad because there's a lot of people out there who probably, like, deserve it a whole lot more than he does. Like, the guy who just walks around with the blunt sign. Like, why lie? I'm trying to get some weed. He definitely wasn't in a car accident. Dude, He's just guys, homeless. You know the need money for weed smart sign? Mm-hmm. That guy sells weed. The dealer. I believe it. Get it? Like, do you understand it? Need money for weed? Uh, oh. Yeah, I get it. Damn. I got need money for weed. That makes so much sense. How does he not get busted? Dude, there's so many, like, 6th Street is such a weird world, man. It is, bro. It's a trip. It's such a weird, if you've never been, I highly suggest you go. Because it is, be on your toes, though. It's so, like, I can't even explain it. Because I've, like, been to everything it was. I've been to a bunch of different kind of parties, and, like, nothing explains the type of party that you run into there. Because it's a mix of everybody in it's a like melting pot. It is a melting pot. Mm-hmm. And there's just you, you don't know if you're gonna run into a sloppy chick, a drunk fucking frat guy who wants to fight you, like a sketchy guy trying to sell you drugs. You're gonna run into all of it, but it's just what it hits you with and in what order. It's always different, and it like it's never the same. You are just faced with a series of confrontations to where you have to make a decision that will determine the rest of your night. Dude, should we tell uh, the story of NSA guy or should we save that for the video? We'll save it. Yeah. How was your night last night though? You came to my bar last night. How, how was it in there? Dude, it was, it was a fun crowd. It was a fun-ass crowd. Can't even lie. Um, Brandon kept picking up fucking fish bowls. And I was like, man, yeah. you got to stop doing that because you don't know who's dropping what in these drinks. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so like, okay, so this happened. Okay, so we get into the bar and the the front bar was packed. Like, bro, like you couldn't move. And I was like, fuck this. So I literally, um, I kind of like, I just started barging people, like barging through people and like, I had Lacey behind me and Elena behind me and Brooke behind. Like we had a little squad and we were just barging through people and we made our way. We made our way to the back bar, right? And we got a little breathing room and we we're like, all right, this is better. So we all ordered drinks, and Brandon comes up with this huge fishbowl of the blue shit and he just hands it to me. It's got like four straws hanging out of it. So I, I just like, I'm like, okay, this is Brandon, my friend. He's like offering a drink. And I'm like, fuck yeah. So I take a sip out of it and I was like, I was like, damn, like. Uh, I started thinking because he came from the front bar, which was packed. And like we worked our way all the way to the back and like had barely gotten our drinks. And then he came stumbling up with a full fishbowl. I was like, wait, what bartender did you go to? I was like, how did you already get your drinks before us? And he was like, oh, I just picked this up. (laughs) Brandon, I was like, oh, I was like, well, I was like, you should be careful, man, because like, Guys just drop shit in drinks, like, trying to roofie girls. And then, like, I was like, I I don't want any more of that. I was like, this that's all you. And then... I drank a mystery drink last night. No, no, okay. And then this is even better. So then later in the night, fucking... 
Elena comes up with to me with one and hands it to me, and I'm just like, oh, okay, cool. Like Elena's handing me one, and I'm like, this was dirty too. And she was like, what? What? Or I after I sip it, she goes, what's in it? And I was like, you don't know? And she was like, no, I just picked it up. And I was like, Elena, I was like, why are these people handing me fucking like grand? I was like, I'm not trying to get roofied tonight. And fucking uh, Hunter comes up and he's like, oh, what, what? What do you think it is, Jake? And I was like rum and roof man that's what it tastes like to me and he's like he's like all right let me let me see let me estimate and then fucking he comes up and starts drinking it yeah i love hunter he's a fucking he's a hurricane and then so uh and then brandon comes up he's like oh i'll try it i'll try it and then fucking he's sipping away at it and this mexican chick comes up and she's like hey did you just pick that up from like this ledge right here like that's my drink and then we just all pinned like elena came up or stole it obviously Brought it to me. I drank it. Then Hunter drank it. Then Brandon, Brandon got <laughs> caught with it. And like as soon as she came up and busted him, we all just peeled out on him and just went off in different directions and got lost in the crowd. <laughs> it was snake attack. And then Colin almost started a fight. Colin, dude. Uh, and then he got kicked out. He got kicked out of your bar. He did? Yeah, for throwing up in the bathroom. I didn't see it. Yeah, neither did I. He just came up to me. I was outside. He comes up to me and he looks at me and he's like, he's like, I got to wait a little while and then I'm going to go back in. I was like, why? What? He's like, I kind of got a sneak. He's like, I got kicked out. At and the I, lodge? I don't think he got kicked out a lot. Yeah, he did. Really? And I was like, of Sky's Bar? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, what were you doing? Because this was after he almost got into a fight. Like me and Brandon had to get him out of a fight. Like with this guy that was pretty fucking big. Like it would have been like literally it uh, was, please. dude, when I saw this shit, like perspiring like that like a fight might start because like they walk by each other none of them neither of them wanted to give up space they go shoulder to shoulder and then colin like like the guy like spilled obviously i think colin like bumped into him like harder and like gave him a shoulder and the guy like spills a little drink on himself you know and then turns around and looks at colin like just to be like really and colin just was eyeballing just mean mug not saying shit but just mad dog in this guy and i was like colin no be like this guy was so big to the point where i was like i don't need like if he starts a fight and i have to jump in like i don't even want to deal with this guy like he's like big for even like two on one and i was like get the fight at my boy i know and i was like i walk up to this guy i was like i was like you can't embarrass me like that dude that's what i mean i was like I walk up to this guy. I would pretend like I didn't even know y'all. You would have had to. But anyway, I walk up to this guy. I was like, bro, just please, like, not not now, not now. I was like, just let it go. We're all drunk. And he's like, yeah, I feel. Or, like, he didn't say that. I think he was just like, fuck your friend. And then, like, walked off or some shit like that. And I was like, oh, thank God. He just walked away. I was like, Colin, like, what was that? And he's like, my bad. Dude, Clee ended the riffraff concert, bro. With a fight. I remember that shit. Legendary. Bro, I'm pretty sure there's a YouTube video of Riff Raff, like, Day in the Life Riff Raff, and that's, like, part of uh, the video. No shit? Like, it's a concert, and, like, you can't see the fight, but you hear, like, people screaming, and, like, you hear, like, shit kind of popping off, and then you see Riff Raff, like, just, like, drop the mic and walk off stage. Oh, shit. Yeah. I need to find the video. It's, like, one of the Day in the Life... Riff Raff. It's funny, though. Funny as fuck. This is it, man. This is all my weed. That's alright. I got some in the Arizona. But yeah, uh, 6th Street is crazy, dude. 
Brooke lost her uh, keys and shit. I can't believe she was like even had her stuff on her. Shouldn't have, shouldn't have brought her keys or any of that. Dude. Like, you can't bring anything so you're not ready to lose. I wish you saw the choke slam, bro. I know. So explain. Okay, so explain that. <laughs> Tell me that story. Because you told me yeah, last I, night when we were both inebriated. The most WWE thing I've ever done in the real world. All right, so explain it in detail. Okay, so drunk kid, obviously probably underage. Right. Uh, you're not sneaking into a bar if you're 21. Yeah. He's too drunk. He's too drunk, he just got kicked out. Uh, my buddy Renee, he's a fellow bouncer, he's like, yo bro, you gotta like you gotta get the fuck out, you're too drunk, like try to be nice to you, like stop trying to like come in. The kid keeps uh chesting up to him, trying to get past him and shit, trying to juke him out. He's like, Listen man, I'm trying to be nice to you, I've been nice to you the whole time. I'm I'm gonna give you like thirty seconds to get out of here or I'm gonna start getting mad. So please leave. And then I'm like, yeah, dude, there's literally 40 different bars you can go to. This is 6th Street. You have tons of options. Just, you can't come to this. I store. never understand that with people. Like, just look around. There's so many other, like, okay, you obviously burn out this fuse. Like, go try another it's one. It's like the now. most bars in the smallest, like, yeah. area. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. So, Keep it, going. It, it, yeah, and the kid's just extremely persistent. Uh-huh. 30 seconds pass. <clears throat> Renee pushes him out into the street. And he's mm-hmm. like. He stays on his feet, which is fine. And, like, he's still, like, kind of in my peripheral vision, but, like, he's kind of disappearing. I have IDs and shit to check. I got other shit mm. going on. And, uh, like, a couple minutes pass. Uh, Renee is looking inside, and this kid tries to climb through the fucking window of the club. Yeah. And uh, he's holding on to the window like this. Like, he's got his two two arms extended and he's got them both on the inside and then did he have his feet on the seal so he's yeah. like a yard up off the ground yeah. already right he was like yeah a yard up off the ground he's got his feet up on the ledge mm-hmm. he's got his hands and he's pulling himself in yeah he's pulling himself in and uh like he would have even if he would have even gotten into the club it's not like he would have been able to like that crowd was so thick last night you weren't getting through that crowd Fast, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then where are you going to run to? The back of the bar? It's not like you have a labyrinth. Yeah, no way. This kid was just hammered, though. Uh-huh. I've been there. We've all been there. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so that's a that's a no-no. So yeah. I have to do something. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I have to stop that from happening. Uh-huh. So <laughs> that's a green light. So I run up to him. Renee grabs him by the neck. Yeah. And, like fucking rips his shit down oh. the kid's shit like snaps back but like he still holds on to the inside of the frame and then i grab him by the waist and literally throw my entire body backwards like like i pushed off the ledge and like fucking flew myself backwards with him like just damn threw him on the ground just suplexed him on his neck Oof. and he laid there on his neck and like looked around like like cross-eyed and let me add that this is all like concrete sidewalk <laughs> with a little bit of curb and street like yeah. this is not a fucking graceful landing yeah so he, <laughs> he got suplexed on his neck Ugh. and this this kid is like fucking like fucking like 510 511 like he's no he's like 510 maybe maybe even 59 he wasn't tall maybe mm-hmm. all of like 160 pounds right <laughs> and uh, threw him on his neck. Renee grabs him by his shirt and throws him further into the street. <laughs> and uh, just, he was just laying there, like 
he like rolled off the curb and was just like laying there. And then he just went back to our doing our shit. And Wait, he, did the cops come? No. No? They didn't see it. It was so dude, it was so lit out there. No one even cared. They're just like that kid deserved every bit of that. Damn. So we're like people like there's a line and shit that just saw the whole thing. Yeah, I ditched the line. That's what's up. I dipped on it. That's what's and up. And they stayed there and watched it. I would have. Fuck Same yeah. People were still there. I was like, thanks for waiting, guys. <laughs> you know, we give you a <laughs> high five. Yeah, they were just like, they were like, good job, bro. That kid fucking deserves that. <laughs> That's awesome. I was like, yeah, dude. Try to be nice to him. Dude, the one time I've seen a bouncer like bounce up on fucking Sixth Street. It was this huge, like, okay, so this guy was trying to fight a bouncer. It was like this, but this bouncer was huge. Like, he was like 6'5", like, two, like, 250. Like, he wasn't ripped, but, like, he had a little chub on him. But he was a big man, you know what I mean? Like, just don't fight that guy. And so this guy, who was not small, but he was trying to start a fight. And, like, literally, this guy grabs him fucking... Almost like he, like a offensive lineman would block someone, you know, just like up in the pits and just lifted him in and just guided him up into the air and into the street. And this kid or this guy slams, goes back on his head, like hits his head on the ground, uh, immediately springs back up to his feet and starts running at him. Cops come and break it up. And then obvious. Uh, oh, yeah. The cops pepper sprayed this guy. And then it ended up like they pepper sprayed both of them. But then they realized like was a bouncer so he got off scot-free obviously yeah but crazy craziness that's the one fight i've seen at sixth street and then i was there when uh uh there was a shooting do you remember that yeah show? on uh south by south yeah was, me and rod were there i was there too i saw i was right oh on we the, were together uh, yeah we were all together it was never we weren't with rod rod was like no we were with uh all the flower bomb peeps, dude. Yeah, no. Yeah, we were. That wasn't that night. Yes, it was. Yes, it was, dude. And With like Nick Dombrowski and like Austin Clayton McKean and all of them. Uh, Carly's Carly birthday. Jones. Yeah, all those. All, all of our old diggers. That was not. That was the night of the shooting? I think so, yeah. And we were right on the corner by uh, the library and uh, fucking aquarium. What's that restaurant right there? With the glass, that's where we I was when it went down. I was right next to where the fucking shots went off. Yeah, so uh, are we. And no, the what's that? Just freaked out. Yeah, what? No, what's that restaurant, bro? Uh, you know what I'm talking about? It has the red right, and it's like on the fur. It's on the corner. Repose? It's all glass. Yes, Repose. It's got the red letters, right? The red yeah. font. The Italian place. Yeah. That's right where the shooting happened. I I was right on that intersection. Like walking, like bro, that's a crazy video. Did you have you seen the yeah, it's on footage? Star. Mm-hmm. Oh, we were right next to it. Insane. Why man. would you shoot your gun on Sixth Street? It's such a saturated place, like with people. You're gonna hit someone. There's too many people not to hit someone. Well, the thing is, is he was trying. He hit the guy who he was trying to hit, but they were so close to each other. Like the fact that he didn't kill that man is like. He must have been trying to shoot him at like at, he must have been aiming at the guy's waist or something, cause he hit him, for sure. They were like ten yards apart from each other. Like it'd be it'd be hard not to hit someone. It'd be hard not to kill someone at that range. And he had a nine. That's a it's gonna do some damage, bro. That's gonna put a hole in someone. Dude, it's it's no joke out there. 
some fucking thugs that come through. Bro, that was surreal. Like the I like when I heard that gunshot, like the fact that I was in a city, I can like my brain like even though I I've heard a million gunshots, you know what I mean? But like every time I've heard a gunshot, like I've like been expecting the gunshot, yeah. you know what I mean? And the fact that I was in the middle, I was in the middle of a city and I heard a gunshot, like my brain, like it took me a three seconds for my brain to realize oh shit yeah like because for a solid second i heard it and i was like oh gunshot and my brain was like that wasn't real like why why would that be a thing right now and then i was like oh shit yeah i'm not safe where i'm at dip oh (laughs) we dipped in we ran into the nearest bar bro people flooded into bars there was like no like if you're gonna like there's no way the bouncer was holding, like... Fuck no. No. I'm running in, too. Everybody ran in. Everybody. Yeah. And I went straight to the back exit. I went through the bar. That's tight. Yeah, I went... Because I went into Blind Pig. Uh, and, like, you know, they got that little back exit that yeah. spits you out on 7th Street. That back door saved my life, actually. The third all time the bars, I ever hurt Dershey. All the bars have the back door. I've only blacked out... Or thrown up three, not blacked out. I blacked out twice drinking alcohol ever in my life. I've only thrown up three times. And the third most recent time, that back door saved my life. Because Martinez had to carry me. That's such a, bro. Okay, so most recent time I was hurting Dershey. Me and Martinez were going out to 6th Street. And I didn't have a lot of money. So I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to buy. The whole plan was to pregame hard as fuck at his house. Go there and only have to buy a beer. And then, like, nurse that beer for the last two hours and then come back and be feeling good. But, or, I mean, just be feeling good there. So, we were drinking that fucking Jim Bean apple like it was water. And it was when he first moved into Ballpark. I had, I was still living at the Grove because I had to crash on his couch at Ballpark that night. And we met his roommate, Kurt, who we believe was gay and we believe had a crush on us because this guy liked us way too much. Like, bro, he took us to 6th Street and picked us up. And, like, the whole way was, like, flirting with us. It was weird. But anyway, and he still, like, would text me after and be like, oh, yeah, you got to hang out. Like, you got to come back. And I'd be like, you don't understand. I'm friends with your roommate. Like, we're not, like, but anyway, that's another story. So I get pissed drunk, and I think I'm fine. But no, I get to this bar. I get to Blind Pig, and I'm upstairs, and it hits me. And I'm dancing with this chick, and I immediately, I'm like, oh, my fucking balance doesn't work anymore. And I kind of stumble into, like, one of those, like, tables, and I just, like, instantly, she's just like, oh, this guy can't handle this shit, and just leaves. And fucking, I'm like, oh, fuck. And I'm looking around for Martinez. He's gone. Like, that, this, like, you know the whole upstairs of that area? Uh It's just packed. And I was like, damn, I can't find him. So, I'm leaning against this rail. I finally, like, get enough equilibrium to fucking walk down the staircase and because I think he might be downstairs, you know? So I walk down the staircase and I, like, make it to that back bar that's right by the doors and then I lose my equilibrium again and so I get into a bar stool right there on that bar and I guess I fucking just put my arms on the fucking bar and rest in my head in the little cranny like you do when you're sleeping in school and I, I just... Next thing I remember was a bartender tapped me on the shoulder. Hey, man, it's 2 a.m. You got to get out of here. 
Uh, I was like, so I wake up to that. You stayed, they let you stay that whole time though? It must have, it was close to the end. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like it had to have been. Yeah. It might have not been. They kick you out if you're sleeping. Yeah. I might have just been, I might have just blacked out and been sitting up. You know what I mean? But I don't remember, I hardly remember coming down the stairs. I hardly remember anything after like falling, like dancing and then like losing my balance. And then I remember sitting there and being like, fuck, like I can't leave you. I got to find my friend. And then thank God Martinez just comes and like swoops, swoops me. And it's like, let's go, bro. Like, like let's walk to the car. And I was like, bro, I start to try to walk, eat ass, start to try to walk, eat shit again. And he's like, all right, fuck. He fucking picks me up. He sets me on like an air conditioning thing on like 7th Street because we go out the back door. Uh-huh. And he was like, and I just start puking off this air, like air conditioning thing. And I, he was like, bro, you got to like my roommates like there. We got to walk. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, bro, I'm not. I, that's not a possibility for me. <laughs> like it can't happen. And so Martinez literally threw me over his shoulder like a dead fucking deer and carried me to the car. But the thing is, the reason that I say that back door saved me. Is because if I would have had to go out onto 6th Street in the condition that I was, I would have got an MIC. Oh, yeah. If a cop would have seen me, like, bro, I could not walk. Yeah. Like, I had to have something that wasn't moving to hold on to. <laughs> or, like, dude, just the fact that, like, the world was, like, just the spinning of the earth was knocking me off balance. Yeah. Like, I could literally feel, like, the earth spinning. <laughs> That's how pissed drunk I was. I, I was like, damn. I was like, this earth is spinning way too fast for me to stand up straight. Yeah. That happened to me last time I went to Colorado. I went to the snake farm with Stoney and got way too hammered. Y'all still have that house? Yeah, the Colorado house. That's not where we went, but yeah, we have that. We went to a bar called the snake farm and just got, man, I got hammered. Wait, there's a snake farm? Yeah, that's what they call it. How do I not know about this? Uh, I don't know. It's pretty... I don't know, but... Uh, yeah, I got hammered there and fucking... We were jamming. It was karaoke night. We were going, <laughs> we, we were going crazy on the snake farm. I was... I pre-gamed real hard at Stones with some KD. Yeah. And we were just fucked up already. We just go there. My dad, I, I just floated from Dallas on two hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck it. And, uh, yeah, so I ordered some, uh, whiskey and Cokes off the well rack at the snake farm in, in, in Greeley, Colorado. Loving it. Loving yeah, the name yeah. drops. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm fucked up. Right. Stone's, Stone's singing fucking, uh, Steely Dan on karaoke. <laughs> I'm going nuts with the pool stick air guitar. Uh, yeah, everything's fine and dandy. I'm putting on fucking cougars and shit. It was a party. And then around, yeah, like your time, around 2 a.m., around closing time. Yep. So I'm gonna get you. I am stumbling out the snake farm, bro. I'm stumbling out this bitch. And I fucking flop on the front of this guy's car because I just lost my... I just lost my legs, bro. And the world was spinning too fast. Bro, it and I, I'm hugging the hood of this car, just hugging it. Yep. Just dead body. And Stone's like, come on, Scott. He's <laughs> yep. trying to drag me. I'm like, no, dude. <laughs> Fuck it. And he's like, come on, bro. We gotta go. And uh, I just puke on the hood of this guy's car. 
Just great. Just puke on the hood of this guy's car, who I'd been partying with that night. Oh, you knew the guy? Yeah. Oh. oh, And he had a ponytail. It was like 45, 50 (laughs) years old. He had a ponytail. He was just in, like, Native American, just red skin. And, uh, yeah, we were partying. He was like, he was like, what the fuck, bro? (laughs) You puking on my car? What the fuck, bro? Like, that's all I remember. And I was like, Sorry, bro. Like, I fucked up. I've been this joke in a really long time. And uh, Stone helped me out, put me on his shoulder, and just slopped me in the back of this bitch's car that looked like Getty Lee. <laughs> and uh, the things you remember when you're drunk. Yeah, she just, I was like Getty. <laughs> she came and picked me up, and uh, it was great. Uh, I went home and uh, woke up at like six in the morning. Stone woke me up. I was just dead. Don't even remember what happened that night. He's like, all right, bro, you're going to hit the mountain? <laughs> Dude. I had to go skiing. I had to snowboard for I, my first try ever. I got two runs in. I was too hungover to even finish. Bro, I hate... I, I've uh, tried to ski once hungover. Couldn't do it. I was Can't pouring... Do it. I can water ski hungover. Snow skiing, different story. The only different time I story. snowboarded was I didn't... Three runs total ever, and they were on my ass almost the whole time. I was too hungover. I felt nauseous as fuck, and I was pouring sweat. But I was also, but I was also just wet and cold. Like it was awful. I had a fucking in my hangover. It wasn't like a sugary hangover. Like I would been drinking beer. It was one of those really spacey ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where you get that really spacey feeling, and you're just one that like you just feel like a like a lazy asshole cloud yeah you know that hangover the asshole cloud hangover yeah yeah um yeah dude being drunk is fun and we were definitely that last night i had a blast last night though brooke running around dude she must have told me that she was 21 at least four thousand times she was very obnoxious last night (laughs) not obnoxious Dude, I had to carry her out the bathroom. Ooh. And my employees were looking at me. Because they're all like, ska, ska, ska. They're like, you know her? I was like, yeah, I let her in so she could use the bathroom. Shouldn't have let her in. <laughs> That's funny. But those are my homies. Those are my homegirls. I was going to let them come in. Dude, you can't dog on them just because they embarrassed you in front of your yeah. your coworkers. Yeah, those are my homegirls. There, I was supposed to not. I'm never supposed to open the door at close, but they were like begging me, and I was like, "Ah, right, come on in, hurry up." Yeah. But broke. Oh, dude, broke eight shit coming out of the bathroom, and, I, and then at that point, I was like, "All right," and I threw her over my shoulder and yeah, just carried her out. She, uh, I mean, dude, what can you expect from her? It's her twenty first birthday. Yeah, she told me. If I'm not, yeah, if I'm not that, if I'm not like that on my 21st, I didn't go hard enough. I want to go to oh, Vegas yeah. for my 21st. We have the same, like... Let's just go to Vegas in general. Yeah, but, like, let's do it for, like, because you're November, uh, don't tell me. Next the weekend after this, let's go. After New Vegas. <laughs> let's go to Vegas. Right? Dude, we're not 21 yet. We got to wait for... First time I go to Vegas, I'm going to be 21. You haven't been yet? No, okay, but hold on, so. don't tell me your birthday. Your birthday's uh not November eleventh. That's Shelby's. Yours is November fifth. Yeah. Yeah, Shelby really? Stacy's the eleventh? Veterans Day. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Shelby's. And then Kaysen is October 6th. Yeah. And my mom is October 5th. That's chill. George Pettigrew is December uh, either 9th or 1st. It's weird, the, the birthdays you remember. I only know yours and Kaysen's and George's. Connor's is June or July. June. June Connor's 13th. He's the 13th. He was born on Friday the 13th. I think he's June 13th. Yeah. What, what's mine, bitch? October 23rd. Fuck yeah. Oh, I just realized we're, I remembered we were recording. Let's stop talking about what birthday. Okay, um, fuck, dude. Weed. Weed. Um, well, I'm pretty excited to go skiing, dude. I've been itching. Since I left Rada, to be honest with you. And it's an itch I really need to scratch. I think I've determined that I want to live near a mountain. When I'm older, whether that be in... Colorado is just so cliche now. I don't even know if I want to go to Colorado just because so many people are... I feel like... You know how like... In the 70s, Austin was like the chill like place to be, but now like people realize it was a chill place to be, and now there's like a shit ton of people moving to Austin. I feel like that's gonna be Colorado now, and like in about 10 years, Colorado's not gonna be chill no more. I think overpopulation is just a problem in general. Yeah, dude, people need to stop having kids. We need to get rid of those Mexican things. They fuck like crazy. Fucking squirting out left and right. I think I need a lip. Um, a lipper. I wish there was delivery lip. <laughs> delivery lip. Like a guy who just brings you a lip or a whole can. <laughs> This is a bitch. Yeah. I got you, bro. Running on the street, holding a pinch in the air. Knocks on your door. Knock, 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 knock. Got your pinch, bro. You nah, just... dude. They would have like a backpack full of full of logs of all kinds. Well, they kind of do have that in San Marcos. They have that college delivery where you could just like tell them what you need from the gas station. It's expensive as fuck. I never used it. Um, I just think it should be like emergency lamp. I have a pack of cigs if you want to just. Yeah, dude, I don't know why. I hadn't smoked a cig in a. Well, my mom told me to quit, and I just quit. And it'd been like three or four months. And for some reason last night, I just wanted one. And I didn't really feel like asking. I hate asking people for shit. Um, so I just went and bought myself a pack. And now I like I smoked like one or two of them. 
and I'm bummed out like five, so now I have like, I have the majority of a pack of cigarettes that I just won't touch now. Yeah, I just don't really, I don't really like cigs. Dude, I only like them when I'm on psychedelics, I found. Yeah. I love them when I'm on psychedelics, bro. For some reason. Um, they're just gross to me, bro. I just don't think they're a good thing. They're not. I mean, do you think dip is a good thing? I don't know, like, the, just the taste and the way that they smell. Dude, I have a question for you. So, do you think once weed, like, becomes fully legal? So, this is something I'm, like, genuinely concerned about. As, like, okay, you know me, man. I don't drink much. I don't do drugs. Like, I drink maybe... The only two drugs, I guess, that you could, could consider me doing are... I smoke weed and I drink alcohol, right? Uh-huh. And, um... Occasionally, Adderall maybe for studying, but, like... Really just weed and alcohol. And alcohol is maybe three, four times a month. Like, I never get drunk. Like, never. And uh, it's just not something I like to do. I don't like to drink. I don't like to be not on top of my shit. But I smoke five five days a week, goddamn. I smoke almost every day. So, this is a genuine concern I have for our future. Um, do you think when weed becomes illegal that... And big corporations start manufacturing it, like corporations like Camel and Marlboro, that they're going to start putting the addictive chemicals that they put into the cigarettes to get you to buy another pack. They're going to start putting it into into joints. Like, why wouldn't they? You know what I mean? Yeah. Why wouldn't they? But, dude, if they've supplied, like, dude, imagine a carton of cigs, but they're all just perfectly real joints. I know, but that's what I'm... But like, they supply that... For the same price as cigarettes, bro. Like they, people would come back no matter what. I know, and that's but they would put, but they would still put the addictive shit, bro. Because they're evil, they don't give a yeah. fuck, and they've made they that would apparent. tweak it somehow, yeah. And isn't that scary, bro? Because like right now it might be illegal, but at fuck least we know it, we're bro. smoking weed. No, not fuck it. Weed, <laughs> <laughs> weed, just don't it. get addicted. No, but like. I don't want to. I want to be smoking weed. I don't want to be smoking weed plus all the pu- the bullshit you put in it. I don't want any of that bullshit. I yeah. want this right here, what I have in my hand right now in 2017, because I know this doesn't have any of that bullshit in it. It's just weed. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I didn't acquire it legally. I hate I'm, to say it. I'm cool I live with in it Texas. Being like I'm cool. With, I mean, you're cool with bullshit being in it. No, 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 no. I'm not cool with bullshit being with it. So you're it. saying. No, I'm saying I'm cool with it being kind of illegal right now because there's so many creative ways to smoke pot nowadays. <laughs> if it's just supplied to us, like in cigarette cartons, then people are going to lose their creativity. Bongs are going to kind of go out of fashion and shit. Maybe, Glass, yeah. vaporizers. I don't think they... Eh. Our generation, I don't think, would lose it. There's a lot of fucking... But, like, if the big industries started making uh, smokeware, pipes and shit, like, the big dogs, like, Marlboro and fucking... Camel and all yeah. them, yeah. Well, they'll make... They're gonna make... It puts they already sell... Dude, they already sell cartons of weed cigarettes. Like, Marble makes that. They sell them in Amsterdam. I've seen it. I've seen a carton of them. 
They're dope. They have different kinds of filters. It's not the same type of filter you would have on a cigarette. It's a lot, like, it's a harder filter, but I guess it lets THC through. It doesn't look any different, but it feels different in your mouth when you're smoking it, but I've seen them. Marble makes it. They sell them in Amsterdam. They sell them in Europe, and when it becomes federally legal here, that's the thing. A big-ass corporation like that is not about to take on our federal government. They don't care if it's legal by the state. They'll let the little man make his little pot shop, his little head shop, and sell weed. They're not going to test that waters when it's federally illegal. You know what I mean? But as soon as they pass that federal bill on the countrywide level, it's going to be instantaneously. Instantaneous. You're going to be able to buy that at every Shell station. At every Bucky's across Texas, you'll be able to buy a pack of joints. But are you not worried that there's... Back to my question... Which you've kind of said you aren't worried. They're going to be putting a bunch of bullshit. Isn't that scary to you, man? If it's mostly weed, I don't care. Uh-huh. I if it disagree. tastes like... Okay, but yeah. If no. it tastes like chemicals or cigarettes, or, if I can taste it... Well, at least, yeah, you're giving If I can taste it, then fuck no. I'm going to stick to doing it by What if you're like... What <laughs> if, if you start to natural, like... What if you start okay. to crave it? Instead of <laughs> wanting to get high... Like, you know how like... Then I'll dip on it. Dude. No, it's not. Uh, you're missing me, man. <laughs> it's like, uh, you know how like some days you wake up, like tomorrow, I'm going to wake up and have a lot of like schoolwork. Since we're going to miss two Mondays from now, like this Monday, I'm going to have to work my ass off in class. I'm not going to get high tomorrow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Until after class. Yeah. But... What if you had like an addiction? Like we know we have a few friends that are addicted to cigarettes. I'm just not addicted to getting high though. I know, but they're gonna put you're gonna get addicted to the chemicals that they put in your joints, and then you're gonna wake up every morning as an adult, and you're gonna be like, you're gonna have that itch. You're gonna have that itch to smoke your yeah to smoke your Marlboro joint because Marlboro it's has put their weed, chemicals. Though. I'm not trying. It still gets you high. Being high is something that I don't want to be whenever I'm in school or at work. I don't like to do it in these situations. So I know, I like but they're going to get you addicted to it is what I'm saying. Or aren't yeah, you I'm scared not, about that? In a I'm not bit? scared about getting addicted to anything. I've always been good about walking the road. I know, but... I'm not addicted to shit. Yeah, I know. I'm just scared that like that they're gonna use everything in proper. But you don't like the fact, like, don't you think that? So you agree with me that they will probably put additives into our yeah. I'm sure they're. And it's not fucked up to you though. Yeah, it's fucked up, dude. But you're not gonna like stop it or like try to. What am I gonna do? Grow your own weed. Where? Well, fuck, once it's legal on your goddamn porch, why not? Yeah, but I don't want to roll my OJs. We do it now. Yeah, but like, it's a bill, we'll just buy a cart. It's like saying grow your own tomatoes, no, grow your own lip. I grow my own tomatoes and peppers. My dad does that, and guess what? Those tomatoes taste fucking great. Yeah. Way better than Kroger's tomatoes. Those tomatoes are, I, I can eat that tomato like a goddamn apple because they're succulent and sweet. Yeah, but, dude. Because they're just fresh. Just the leisure. Dude, you're in a gas station, you're on the road, and you see a carton of 
Oh, sure. I'm not saying that I'm not gonna like in a pinch. For you know five what I mean? Bucks, I'm gonna be like, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Here you go. <laughs> No, I feel that. I'm not gonna. I'm not saying that I'm gonna fucking be like a vegan about it and like swear by like. Oh, <laughs> sorry, I'm only. I only smoke organic joints. But like, it's just fucked. Like, I I already see it happening. It's yeah. like a problem that's not. It's but not. It's not a problem yet, but it's gonna be a problem. To me, it might not be a problem to some people. Some people don't give two fucks. That was sketchy. Um, yeah, a little too close for my comfort. I like that. Uh, no, dude, it's always gonna be tight. No, that wasn't my. I definitely think it's always gonna be tight. People are. There's still gonna be the bog crowd. I can't still wait till there's just the crowd. stigma fades away. There's not gonna be a stigma about it when we're adults. Go blow your nose, bro. I can't. What the dumb hell? All right, ladies and gentlemen, since Skylar is quote unquote dying and can no longer breathe, we are going to bring this episode to a close. But we surely do appreciate each and every one of y'all joining us and hanging out with us. We hope you enjoyed, and we will see you again soon with future content. Thanks for listening. Still trouble me The people I met And the places I've been All will make me the man I so proudly am But I wouldn't know what they When did I become a ghost Most confused about the world I live in The thing that I'm lonely where I probably am One thing that still gets me I become a ghost